good morning all and jai sadgurudev before we begin the session i would like to bow down and offer my prayers to the holy feet of uh, lord sadgurudev please join me by closing your eyes sachidanand swarup hai mam aradhya bhagwan bar bar vandan karu yukti bhed rat gyan adyant arumadhya me शाश्वत जाको से अमृत अंतरयामी हो नमो नमो मम देव वेलकम टू येट अनदर अवेटेड सेशन ऑफ आवर वीकली संडे सत्संग माय सेल्फ रवि हैव जॉइंड दिस वर्चुअल सत्संग फ्रॉम टेक्सस in the present era our daily lives are perpetually consumed by the pursuit of meeting and our physical and mental needs as well as fulfilling our social obligations understanding the hustle and the bustle of this fast paced routine the essential needs of our soul often get overshadowed therefore I extend my heartfelt congratulations to each and every one who has joined this satsang to carve out your precious time from your schedule for this virtual satsang where we aim to nourish the needs of our soul. Our focus today will be on delving into the profound insights of Sarved wisdom by Dr. Subhash so uh, let's move to our next uh, session as we know like sarved holds a central place within the philosophy of yangam yoga the recitation of its verses known as dohe couplets in english has the profound ability to instill harmony and peace within our soul and mind guiding us towards righteousness today we are joined by dr subhash ji his spiritual journey has brought him close to achieving great heights in spirituality a beloved disciple of lord sadgurudev subhash ji has been blessed multiple times by sadgurudev one of remarkable contribution lies in his ability to connect and correlate the teachings of sarved with various uh, ancient scriptures this wisdom from different sources enhances our understanding of spirituality and bring us to the light of universal truth now let us turn our attention to subhash ji who will elaborate the benefits of some of the sarved couplets and will discuss some of the profound meaning of those dohe over to you dr subhash ji thank you ravi ji and jai sadgurudev to all guru brahma 
विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरुर्साक्षात पर ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरु so once again thank you all for joining today's session and uh, the couplet for today is from first mandal second chapter first couplet jhin aay jhina chalo man wo tyag sanyog क्रम सह सूक्ष्म हो रहो अग्रगमन गतियो द वे आई रीड इट एंड अंडरस्टैंड इट फ्रॉम द कमेंट्री हियर स्वामी जी हैज लेड इम्फेसिस ऑन द सोल एंड हाउ दिस सोल इन व्हाट फॉर्म this soul associates with the prakriti and dissociates with the prakriti so we know that supreme brahma is one but souls are many and both are conscious entities and both have eternal existence the difference between the supreme being and a soul is of ability in the sense that the consciousness of the supreme being is infinite unlimited whereas that of the soul is limited and second is that the supreme being does not change its form it stays in the same form regardless of the time whereas the soul changes its form if you look at the glossary part on this slide you see clearly that soul does not have a beginning or an end so what changes its its form soul was not it was not born or it does not die it was there a conscious entity with eternal existence so we need to focus or understand something which we have talked multiple times the different forms of the soul what are the different uh, six stages of soul so we all know hans deha that is super conscious state kavalya deha conscious state mahakarande prime causal state karande causal state sukshma deha shuttle body and sthul deha gross body so the way the couplet reads jhin aaye jhina chale means out of these forms of the soul we came to this prakriti in the sukshma form in the subtle body 
And even at the time of the departure from this Prakriti, we were in the shuttle body or the sukshma body or very fine form. So we need to understand what happens. What happens that the soul changes different forms and we believe that soul being a conscious entity with eternal existence was residing is this in the zone of the nectarine bliss with the supreme being. So that was the Hansde, the super conscious state. The soul is in association with the Paramatma. And now in that association, soul's consciousness increases infinitely. And at the same time, it acquires or it believes that it has acquired all the qualities of the Supreme Being. Now with this feeling that I am the Supreme Being, I have acquired all the qualities of the Supreme Being, now, in this state, the soul deludes itself. And that delusional, that deluded state, that I'm identical, I'm same as Parbrahma, Supreme Being, that state is known as Kavalya Deh. To make it more easier to understand, the example that is always used to understand this is of the fire and a piece of iron. So when a piece of iron is in the fire, it's difficult to differentiate between the two. The iron also becomes red and it starts glowing. But it is red and glowing till the time it is in the fire. So what happens is the devotion to the Almighty with full knowledge of everything. So this state, the superconscious state, has come from the fact that the soul has devoted itself to the Almighty with the full knowledge of everything. Now, but with this glow, Soul forgets with the ego. We have talked about four inner organs, man, buddhi, chit, ahankar, mind, intellect, chitta or memory, and ahankar, ego. So with this deluded state of believing that I am identical to the Supreme Being, it loses its devotion, its complete surrender, and just as a piece of iron, when taken out of fire, loses the acquired qualities of the fire. Similarly, as soon as the ego, that I am Brahma, crops up in the soul, it no longer cares to remain in the zone of nectarine bliss and tends to move towards the zone of creation. So first, the ego. Second, now I am Brahma. So I don't, so it does not 
care to be in that nectarine bliss. And then it moves downwards towards the zone of creation. That state is known as prime causal state or maha karan de. Karan in Hindi, in English, would become causal, causality or the cause. Since the soul no longer cares to remain in the zone of nectarine bliss and tends to move towards the zone of creation, it is still in the conscious state. Other way people have explained it, just like if you're holding a flower in your hand, even after you drop the flower, the fragrance of the flower in your hand will stay. That is the Mahakaran state. So here the flower is the physical association. So you have not have any physical association right now. All that you see in this state is the desire. Desire is not the right thing to say here. It is the ignorance and the ego that led to the next stage that is Mahakaran. Now, where did it, does it come from? It comes from the worldly impressions on the soul, which are deeply rooted, which were annihilated when the soul was in the cavalry stage and moving upward. But those impressions and the ego, the soul goes further down into Karan Deh or the causal state that is known as the zone of creation. Now, what is the difference between the Karan and the Mahakaran stage? Here, the three gunas of Prakriti, Satrajtam, the gunas of the Prakriti, comes into play. Before in the Mahakaran, it had impressions of Sanjit Karma. And here is the zone of creation, the Mool Prakriti and its three components, Sat Rajtam, or if we talk about it in the terms of atoms and molecules, the reference is that of electron, proton and neutron. So what happens in the causal body? The causal body has the subtle and gross body in the seed form. And its function of the causal body is to just act as a storehouse. So you see, the soul was in the nectarine bliss. It developed ego, deluded itself to the cavalry stage. There, because of its impressions, impressions of the past life, which was which became dominant, it comes to Mahakaran. Then in association with Sattva, Raj and Tam, it goes to Karan. And then becomes Sukshmade. Sukshmade is made of 19 elements. Five sense organs, 
five organs of action, five pranas, and four internal organs. Mind, intellect, memory, ego. Going back to the sloka, the couplet. Jhin ai, jhina chale. So now you are still not in the, this is the way you enter into this prakriti. Until this, you are beyond prakriti. But the moment the soul acquires or changes its form to the sukshmde or subtle body form, then it enters the prakriti in the form of the mother's womb. So when the tendency becomes firm and firmer, then from causal state, the soul has the wish to enjoy the worldly pleasures, then it adopted the subtle body and now it enters the mother's womb through male and female union and comes out in the manifested world in the gross body. And this is the gross body in which it comes out. Now what happens to this? So as we know this gross body and 19 elements this body goes through the changes of birth, childhood, adolescence, youth, senility, and death. Now, what happens during death? Death is the separation of the subtle body from the gross body. Jhina chale. So, jhina means when you leave the gross body and adopt your subtle form, that is where your journey back to the first form begins. So what happens in the death? The subtle body separates from the gross body. But then what had happened in the gross body? In the gross body, the soul had experienced different worldly pleasures and obviously those are short-lived, followed by misery. It has gone through the cycle of love, hate, love towards the objects that are liked, hate towards those which are not liked. And because of its desires and multiplication of the desires through the experiences, what happens next? that Atma in this subtle body takes another birth in one of the million species depending on the desires and tendencies of the previous life imprinted on its chitta and the process is repeated ad infinitum and the soul finds itself shackled in the endless chain of birth and death. So you saw from where it came down and why it is still engrossed in prakriti going through birth and death. Soul has forgotten its real nature and it identifies with the body and with the body it identifies with the worldly pleasures. 
Only when it finds the miseries of this bondage unbearable and craves to find a way, then another conscious entity that is Sadhguru begins to guide the path of salvation. So, we saw the first line, Jheen aaye, jheena chale, chalo, man vatyag sanyo. So, most important is again man and how to get rid of it. Kramsa sukshma ho raho. So now you are on this earth in the gross body and uh, you are enjoying those enjoyments which in realities would lead to misery or the suffering. And depending on our past karma, regardless of where we are born, what is our genetic make and what environment we have grown up into, we have to reap the fruits of the action performed in our previous lives. And the more we are engrossed in the Prakriti, the less the soul, the less is the realization of the soul of its true nature and identity, which is separate from mind and body. So when we have to kramsa sukshm horaha, when we talk about kramsa sukshm, we are talking about separation of the soul from mind and body. So with the gunas of the prakriti, law of karma, desires, the soul has come to the gross form, suffering. But the moment a burning desire arises within the soul, it liberates itself from the worldly bondage and submits to the humility of the Sadhguru. So when you submit to the Sadhguru, the reverse journey of the soul towards its real abode begins. And that is Agra Gaman Gati Hoi. Agra, forward, Gaman, to walk, to direct, gati, movement, more speed, yoga. So that is the yoga where you have complete surrender and you submit yourself fully to the Sadhguru. That is where gradually, Kramsa gradually, Sukshmho Raho. So gradually in this process, your soul separates from the body and the mind under the guidance of the Sadhguru, there's a gradual successive detachment of the soul from Prakriti. And gradually it comes back to its conscious form. It then devotes itself to the Supreme Being and achieves Supreme Bliss.
So Kramsa Sukhchimpura, now here we are talking about when you associate, surrender, submit yourself to Sadhguru. As we know, the first stage of Vihangam Yoga itself, what, what is expected? What do we do? The, in the first stage, the soul detaches its consciousness from the external world and associates itself with the subtle body. So in the first stage itself, you see your entire five sense organs, five karma organs, which are making you do things. And the way you are connected with this environment, just by the first stage of yogic practice, you become little sukshmi, a little bit. How? Because your consciousness, the conscious energy has stopped flowing to the external world. So, kramsa sukshma ho raho. So, gradually, when you stop dissociating, no, when you stop dissipating your energy to the external world, then gradually you move forward where in the next stage, your mind, intellect and pranas are left behind. And then subsequently, and in doing so actually you get rid of the subtle body. Subsequently you get rid of the three gunas of prakriti and then the causal body is separated from your soul. Or the other way to say it is that now the soul is entering into, is leaving the causal form to enter into Mahakaran or prime causal form. So once it is separated from the gunas of the Prakriti, the soul acquires unlimited strength and brilliance. And for, sorry, and for attainment of superconscious state, where the soul had ultimate nectarine bliss, the soul must be free not only from the physical association, but also from the latent impressions of this association. As you remember in the Mahakarana stage, I talked about the fragrance, but not the flower. So those latent impressions from the past lives, even those needs to be dissociated or got rid of. So when the new, when the worldly impressions on the soul are rooted out and annihilated, then that is the separation of Mahakarana state. Now, this Mahakaran state has been separated. Yogi can now sit firmly in an unbroken samadhi and obtain bliss of Supreme Being. And in the samadhi, the soul acquires the qualities of the Brahma. The soul is the piece of iron 
and Parbrahma, the fire, in Samadhi, the soul, the iron, which is burning. And now in this burn, the soul feels like it is the fire, the Parbrahma. And then once again, it develops the feeling of I am the Brahma, Aham Brahmasmi. And that is the cavalless stage of the soul. So to reach to the cavalless stage, that craving for nectarine bliss, understanding of the miseries of the bondage of this physical world, it has come to that stage, cavalry. But then it develops ego. And that ego of Aham Brahmasmi, I am the Brahma in the soul, is due to ignorance and the main cause of its downfall. And here comes only through the practice of Vihangam Yoga when Sadguru. Sadhguru's blessings, Sadhguru's association you learn that my relationship with Supreme Being is that of a master and servant and we are no way alike. Sadhguru prevents you from the downfall in that state. Your ignorance goes away and with your utmost humility, devotion, commitment and acknowledging that Supreme Being is the Master and me as a soul and the servant, the soul then goes back to its purest state of Hans Deha. And in this state of samadhi, the yogi dives in the infinite ocean of supreme bliss while living in this body, which is the ultimate aim of yoga. So, so the more important part here is, as you will look at the glossary, the gati sambandha. In which... And it has also been explained here, the definition of this term has been approximated. This is an inexpressible subject of meditative experience in which one attains the Supreme Being by immersing themselves into Him. So that immersion of yourself into Him and not letting yourself in the falsehood that you are Brahma, that is an important part. And that only happens, this, this journey, the reverse journey, where you traverse ahead is only through Sadhguru and Sadhguru's blessings. Uh, that is all I have to say. Thank you. And uh, back to you, host. Yeah, thank you, uh, Dr. Subhaji. Been beautifully explained with the you know, different uh, 
uh, ways of explanation and different presentations uh, explaining all the you know the progressive experience of the yoga how you know the the soul is transitions from different bodies and explaining how the how the money is attached with the worldly desires and how we can get rid of it and what happens. So, any questions in the audience? Yes, Dr. Dev. Um, thank you very much. Um, that was a beautiful summary. We had a pretty good download about the, uh, you know, the the falling of the of the soul from Hams Day to uh, to the Stool Sharif. Um, what, what, what kind of, um, you know, if let's say that fall is happening first time, then how does the body get determined? The first body is that, uh, once let's say it is falling from the hums to Kaivalya and then down to Mahakaran, Karan, Sukshma. And then what kind of form does that soul gets in the first time? If you can. Uh, enlighten a little bit on that. Thank you. Jai Sadhguru Dev Nidanjanji. Uh, I will try to use logic and give some explanation and it may not be absolutely correct. So in Mahakaran Day, the latent impression of your previous life and the life and the birth and the life and whatever pleasures you have enjoyed, whatever you have not enjoyed, whatever you are still longing for, those impressions are there. So as you descend from Kavalle to Mahakaran, those impressions are your impressions. That is the way you have lived previous so many lives. When you go further down to Karan stage, your association with Prakriti, the three gunas, are also based on your prior life and birth experience. And as I understand what birth you will take or what form you will come out in, this uh, earth will be dependent on your past life karmas, your expectations, desired, unfulfilled, fulfilled, what you wanted, what you did not want, and that would determine the kind of birth one will have. That is my understanding. Thank you, and back to you. But, but, the, but when it is falling first time, um, then it did not have any, any past karma. Because the reason I'm asking is because uh, I was listening to one of the um, mm, readers or learned person for of uh, Srimad Bhagavatam. And he was expounding that the first fall happens and the person becomes, uh, he falls into the Brahmalok because there's a description of 14 planetary systems in, in our universe of the four four-headed Brahma. So that's where he falls. And then if further falling happens, then it, it will basically trickle down to 8.4 million forms based on that. So uh, that's why I was kind of curious um, um, if there was any insight on that. For the first time, because there's no past karma. It was only, the soul only fell because of their Aham Brahmasmi feeling. And then there was a 
a desire to enjoy the the world of maya like a child looking at a new toy maybe i'll draw some pleasure there and then it basically gets entrapped into the world of maya but but because it is coming first time from the amarlok looks like there's some privilege for that spirit uh, who who lands up into the uh, the highest planetary system of the of the of, of our universe which is the brahmalo which is the seventh uh, uh, higher planet above the bhu bhu loka and uh, that's how the entrapment begins so uh, uh, if you have some uh, if any of you have heard about that it would be good to kind of understand that thank you so niranjan ji you brought it uh, uh, corrected me uh, precisely that if we are saying that the soul falling for the first time and if we are saying that uh, the fall is because of the ego followed by desires so then yes there is no answer i do not have answer that how can someone have a desire if you have not known it and uh, how will that be determined uh, i some i have no nothing to even express even in terms of logic thank you jay sadgurudev shriran here i would like to just uh, put my thoughts forward because this question uh, did come up actually a uh, few times in our local satsang and uh, i think the the way we try to understand is uh, you know based on the karmas and what happens i think we should not talk about first time but what happens when a soul falls down from the hansa state right because we know that uh, that fall can happen and when that fall happens uh, you do not have any previous karmas because in that state all your previous karmas uh, were burnt in the uh, yoga so uh, so that you know that is one aspect Se- second aspect is uh, the the body gets determined based on your uh, the sanchit karmas so if there are no sanchit karma you uh, as a soul cannot go into any of the bhoga yonis because you know for a bhoga yoni you should have previous karmas for which you have to bear the fruit so if there are any no uh, sanchit karmas to pick from uh, you know uh, after having a lot of discussion and brainstorming uh, we we kind of concluded that you should get a, a human form because that is where you can perform new karmas and if you know you, you if there are no previous uh, uh, sanchit karmas left to go in a bhoga yoni a human form is the only form that can uh, that you can take Th- that is how we concluded uh, i am not sure if that's the right conclusion but this this was one of the questions that came up in our local satsang couple of times jay sankardev thank you very much thank you yeah, i think that also makes a lot of sense because um i haven't really read the specific verse in in shrimad bhagavatam that they were referring to um, um but uh, it, yes it's it, it is kind of interesting to understand uh, you know what our scriptures also say and and one, one other curiosity was as the yeah as the soul descends is it possible that uh, at what level can it come down and still be able to move back up so let's say if it is falling down from kaivalya comes to kaivalya and it's in the brahma jyoti which is the mahakaran sharir 
And that's more like a dormant state uh, in that um, uh, in that zone, actually, uh, based on because it's a Brahma Jyoti where um, the spirit is more like a dormant, maybe on the verge of falling further down. But is there something that can happen with that spirit to move back up if he decides that? Because there's always a free will. The spirit always has the Icha, Pratna, Gyan, which is equal to actually free will. So if the spirit has that free will, where it has the knowledge, some knowledge is there, there's a uh, desire is there, and it can actually make the effort uh, based on that. So does it have the ability to move back up that, oh, maybe I don't need to go and play with that uh, uh, toy. Maybe I should go, go back there because there's no anand here. In the Brahma Jyoti, in the uh, Mahakaran Sharif, there's no bliss. And immediately it will recognize that, oh, maybe I lost something big and I should head back up. Is that a possibility? Is there a description about that? Thank you. This is Vijay. If, if the host... Swamiji has written uh, a small booklet of Guru Vandana. So in our satsang, we don't actually sing the entire Guru Vandana, but in prayer session, we are singing that entire Guru Vandana. So in Guru Vandana, Swamiji has said, Yadi hot mujme gyan prabhu adhar kyun mukhferate. Prakriti mein tretap dukse hot bal chitferate. So Swamiji wants to say there that the reason for fall from the union with Almighty or our basis, basically when we keep our concentration, our chetna associated with Almighty. So the reason why we dissociate from there is only the alpagyan within the soul. So while it is associated with Almighty, the moment it reverses its concentration from Almighty to the Self, it just loses the base of Almighty. Because now its concentration is on the Self. And that is where the Ajnanata, the seed of Ajnanata also germinates. Because the moment it looks at itself, it just forgets about why it is experiencing the self so blissful at this point, it immediately creates the impression that, oh, so this is all what I'm experiencing is all, all me. And once this Brahm, this Ajnanata, this has taken its, germinated within itself, then it is under the clutch of the Granthi of Ajnanata. So the Granthi has, Granthi means the bondage of Ajnanata has already gripped in, right in the immortal zone itself. And once 
द ग्रंथी ऑफ अज्ञानता हैज ग्रिप्ड इन ओनली सदगुरु कैन ब्रेक इट बिकॉज नाउ यू योर सेल्फ हैज ऑलरेडी कंसिडर्ड दैट एज अ रियालिटी so for for the ignorant soul for the little knowledgeable soul at that point that becomes the frame of the truth it considers whatever i am experiencing this is the truth so there is no way that it will break this illusion by itself at that point of time so eternal sadguru is one who who basically enlighten the soul even during those fall enlighten the soul and saves the soul but as you said soul just like here sadguru dev is doing amritvani but is are all the attendees receiving that amritvani with the same spirit they are not it totally depends on how deeply the bondages of ignorance has rooted into the soul the same same thing happens there too once the agyanata the seed of agyanata has germinated within the soul then the the fall is ensured it it just doesn't it is it is now the moment it loses the base of almighty it it gets its attention towards the prakriti and then it it develop the very deep urge to experience the prakriti it wants to get the experience of prakriti right when it loses the base of almighty so the seed of agyanata once it has germinated it is bound to fall and and when it falls that's when the reverse process has to happen by the process of bihangam yoga and when when the srishti is created when the creation begins it is always like that that the creation is not the first time that is going to that is happening but it is also in the cycle and the creation is happening dissolution is happening creation is happening pralaya is happening this is in cycle and within this cycle it is not that the all the souls that are taking the body here are all falling from the zone of immortality it is not like that there are souls who are already hanging from the previous creation from the previous creation which actually got into pralay and before it got into pralay they did not liberate so they are hanging for the next creation to happen and they are hanging with all the karmas associated that that they have performed in the previous creation in the previous creation so in this creation they will accordingly get the body but the one who is falling from the zone of immortality they will fall into the human body because that's the karma yoni but those who are hanging they will get the body based on what karma they have performed in the previous in the previous creation and that's why swami ji also says in the in the prayer 
यदि हो तो मुझ में ज्ञान प्रभु आधार क्यों मुख फेर थे एंड फर्दर ऑल्सो इन अनदर लाइन्स स्वामी जी ऑल्सो एक्सप्लेन्स द सेम थिंग अगेन दैट ओनली द इटर्नल मास्टर हु देन appears and enlighten the soul those who who totally get eager to get freedom from all this suffering then and and after hearing let's say the the saints and when when they get little knowledge about oh there is something some entity called god and i have fallen from there so i now have a deep urge to go there but then it it that soul doesn't have direct contact with the human form of sadguru for those souls the eternal master appears in the human form and enlighten the soul and liberate the soul so eternal master is constantly working and and the relation that the eternal master develops with the soul either through the human form of sadguru for example those who connect with the current master of vihangam yog basically connecting with current master of vihangam yog is just a mode a channel through which actually we are connecting to the energy of eternal master only ultimately sadguru entity is just one and right now we are fortunate that sadguru is available in the human form but those who are still not in touch with touch with vihangam yog it does not mean that that they are deprived of sadguru energy if they develop the deep urge for liberating for getting the darshan of almighty for them eternal master appears of course based on how pure their intent is is that just the chanik the momentary desire to get experience of almighty or that is like um there is one term called that even if you put the head of that person in the water and he is going out of his breath yet if you ask what do you want right at this point and he says god not prana if he has that deep urge for almighty then for that kind of soul the eternal master appears and and enlightened with the brahma vidya and once that relationship is established the relationship with the soul continues the sadguru's and soul relationship continues till the mukti dham till it reaches to the mukti dham even in the mukti dham the sadguru's energy is running so he will keep you he will keep doing his duty of breaking your illusion but you know the soul is having the free will as you said so some souls listen some doesn't and they fall again that's how it happens but then the refall is after you 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 know you can say when infinite numbers of creations and pralaya has happened on the earth so that it's like beyond time so once you go there of course you stay there for infinite number of years but then 
it just totally depends when you get illusioned about yourself and then then you fall yes thank you very much vijay ji i think that was beautifully explained and um and i think one one aspect which makes it really um i would say um fortunate for vihangam yogi is that we have um the eternal master working in a physical form which is which makes it so much i would say much easier than the example that you gave about a formless um a vyakta roopa bhakti of the guruji so um, um so if you could just comment on that is that right understanding yeah yeah absolutely nirjan ji you got it right we are very fortunate that we have the vyakta form and we have recognized that this human form is the form where eternal sadguru energy is flowing this very recognition is also a very fortunate event and it happens only after thousands and 10000 of births of good sanskara good karma that we you know it's called when the punya ka ghada is filled then the almighty blesses the soul with the sadguru so sadguru is the greatest boon given by the almighty to the soul who deserve and we are very fortunate that if we are still and and that's the whole reason why we see that in vihangam yog the philosophy of vihangam yog is so advanced it's 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 it it looks non non worldly in nature yesterday mr sanat kumar who is the son of rajkumar gupta ji he was very rightly pointing it out that in vihangam yog we talk about things which doesn't look real and of course it is like that because people are so worldly in nature that they want to hear only about things that matter to their current life the moment we go into the advanced topics that vihangam yog has the capability to touch upon you know the good thing or the bad thing about vihangam yog is that vihangam yog is a very widest stream of knowledge it not only it doesn't stay just in making our mind capable to deal with our daily problems and worldly life but then it just cannot stop there because vihangam yog has five stages of meditation so if if people keep asking questions then vihangam yog has answers and answers and answers it transcends then the the worldly reality and people think that now what vihangam yog has started talking what is going tangent to my head because it is like that vihangam yog has the reach to even speak and uh, make you experience those ent- those those experiences which is beyond our senses and that's when it start feeling like non real uh, but yes the greatness is that vihangam yog has that entire dimension and it has entire dimension only because the eternal master is literally flowing through the the human form of sadguru so when the human form of sadguru is available to us only those who deserve to recognize sadguru 
and accept Sadhguru, only they will come to Vihangam Yoga. Those who have just momentary, uh, you know, inclination towards spirituality or what they think that, oh, I am a spiritual person, you know, in the scale of real being spiritual, if that scale is of 10, entire world today, when they say that I am spiritual, their definition of spiritual fall under just scale of one or scale of two. Whereas the when we start really talking about what being spiritual truly means, even those who claim that I am spiritual, they will say that, oh, it doesn't seem real to me. Because for them, the liberation of the soul and the conscious zone and the sarashab, these all do not matter to them. And that's where we know that being spiritual and being a true devotee, that the definition that we get in Vihangam Yoga and the definition that people know have a huge gap today. And only those who are a true deserving soul, those who are blessed with Almighty, all because they have done certain good deed in all previous lives, only their heart accept the philosophy of Vihangam Yoga. This is a reality. So we are following. Uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is very much true, actually, Megaji. Um, um, either it's a past life or somebody is, um, he has done uh, honest, genuine research using his intellect. And and that requires the knowledge of Hindi also, unfortunately, because uh, then they are looking at the wide, even at a vernacular languages, and then arriving to the um, with their vivek and sense and intellect um, that um, the true shraddha has to develop. That's why. Like you were saying earlier, the gyan and uh, bhakti also goes hand in hand. In some cases, it may also be uh, really a lot of shraddha developing from the past life. So, yes, absolutely. Thank you for that um, beautiful explanation. Thank you. Thank you, Vijayji. And thank you, Niranya, you asked me for the questions. So, uh, do any one of us has having any more questions? Yes, Sadhguru Dev. I have one question. Uh, it's just a curiosity. As we are talking about, you know, how the soul falls from Hansadeva all the way to Stuldeva and the journey begins back towards Hansadeva. Is there any kind of, uh, you know, information that how did the first time souls get created? And why? Yeah, I would like to Vijay to take this question and I think I think Dr. Subhas Ji is there. So yeah, Dr. Subhas. Yeah, please. Yeah. 
थैंक यू थैंक यू होस्ट थैंक यू विजय जी सो द क्वेश्चन इज हाउ द सोल इज फॉर्म फर्स्ट टाइम एंड द रियालिटी इज दैट इट वॉज नेवर फॉर्म इट ऑलवेज एग्जिस्टेड दैट इज द रीजन वाई वी कीप सेंग एक्सटेंस दैट दे वेर ऑलवेज प्रेजेंट देयर फ्रॉम द टाइम वी हैव नोन ऑफ एग्जिस्टेंस जस्ट लाइक द ऑल माइटी हु हैज ऑलवेज बीन प्रेजेंट देर इज नो बिगनिंग नो एंड इन द सेम वे सोल इज द कॉन्सियस एंटिटी विच ऑल्सो हैड नो बिगनिंग नो एंड it was not like it was formed at that time and then this and this happened it was always there it changes its form but the soul as an entity is again has eternal existence and consciousness when we say eternal there is no end there is no beginning that is my understanding back to you vijay ji जी जी एब्सोल्युटली एंड एंड दैट्स द दैट्स द डेफिनेशन ऑफ द कॉन्शियसनेस कॉन्शियसनेस इज एंड द रीजन पीपल हैव दिस क्वेश्चन डिस्पाइट वी हियर दैट आत्मा अजर अमर है वी हियर इट राइट द आत्मा इज अजर अमर अमर मींस वन दैट नेवर डाइज नेवर सीज टू एग्जिस्ट and ajar means one that never even get old it so despite we hear it the reason people come up with this question and mukesh ji is just representing those just out of curiosity that why people say about it because we have a different philosophy where people think that the only thing that exists is almighty there is no soul it's just the illusion the aham brahmasmi the aham brahmasmi which was explained in vedas and also beautifully narrated in uh, swarved that has been misquoted and misunderstood by people aham brahmasmi is where people started thinking that oh we are just one tiny part of the whole of almighty and this is the the root of the seed of ignorance that people have and and from that frame of reference people think that oh the moment we you know create a balloon containing the small air out of the entire air that momentary enclosure is a soul and the moment you burst out of it then the soul vanishes to exist because then it integrates into the whole this is the philosophy that is running also in the spiritual world by people who who have read vedas and have misunderstood it and sadguru sadafal dev ji maharaj has very emphatically uh dissected that logic and said that soul has an eternal existence there are infinite number of souls 
and there is one Almighty. Almighty is undividable. You cannot divide it. You cannot create boundary within Almighty and you cannot fragment Almighty. Almighty cannot be fragmented. So you and me are not two separate fragments of one Almighty. Rather, we two are two independent souls who have their own existence. It is just that our nature right now are different despite in our purest form we would have had the same pure nature but today we are different only because we have gathered different impressions after assuming the human body after assuming the human body different karma different thoughts all that has shaped our Indriyas, our mind, our intellect, our chitta differently. Soul is still the same. But right now, we are not only the soul. We are functioning, we are thinking, we are reflecting, we are acting based on what we have gathered in our chitta. What all experiences we have gathered in our chitta. Those experiences raised as a vritti in our mind. We take that as a reference before we conclude on any, any experience. If you, if you look at one long thing, let's say a new, newly born child, even if the snake will come to the newly born child, the newly born ch child who have not seen the snake before, one child may just, you know, will not re react anything but surprisingly some of the child will behave differently and will show the the fear looking at it so how the newly born child also is is understanding that this snake could be dangerous similarly every newly born child they they know few things they don't even need to be taught for example how to cry how to, um, um, how to drink milk from the mother. Few things, child, are already aware of it. All that is because we carry our experiences from the previous life. And some of those experiences are active. And some are in dormant state. That is how the chitta organizes our experiences. It organizes our experiences in various states. Some of the experience will be active, some will be dormant, some will be suppressed. So if, if let's say there are certain feelings that is impacting the way you behave right now, if you want to get rid of those kind of impressions, then you need to suppress that by doing the majority of your karma in opposite direction. And that's how, in fact, in spiritual world, we, we manage our thoughts, we manage our mind. Swamiji and Sanprabhar has been telling about it, that if we want to grow in spirituality and if the worldly thoughts are imposing you to do something which is not good for your spiritual life, then at that very moment, you start thinking opposite about it and Opposite to it, meaning more about spiritual 
philosophy and the reality the truth and more you ponder upon those then those other thoughts will get suppressed so what is active right now decides our current behavior so you and us are behaving differently because we have gathered different set of experiences all throughout the cycle of various lives not because uh, the soul is different it is just because the layers over soul is different so you and us are you and me and everybody have their independent identity everybody is a soul and today we are behaving differently all because of different karma that we have performed after coming assuming this body once we are purified once we attain our purest satchit form of the soul then our nature becomes one once we unite with almighty we all become sachidanand and in that you know the uniformity when all souls become sachidanand in that uniformity when the experience is same that is where the illusion of aham brahmasmi comes because everything is now integrated just like the iron when you put in the fire then even the iron acquiring the heat of the fire and melting into the fire you will lose the the impression of the iron there in the fire only when you extinguish the fire then you'll fi- find the the molten layer of iron underneath that means the existence of the iron was there it was just because it acquired the property of the fire it integrated so well in the fire that almost you stop recognizing the existence of the iron into the fire same thing happened with the soul when the soul integrates with almighty then all that remains in our experience is the almighty alone and that's where aham brahmasmi the word has come it doesn't mean that the soul ceases to exist soul is there it's just that the experience is as if i am the brahm yeah. jaisu thank you vijay ji uh i hope uh, it answers uh mukesh ji it answers your question yeah thank you thank you vijay ji and uh, dr subhas ji aptly expressed uh, you know uh, cleared my doubts thank you okay yeah. uh mukesh ji from where have you joined uh i'm from richmond virginia oh wonderful how did you come to know about this session yeah one of my friend introduced me to uh, this youtube videos that you have explained and uh, from very first i got very you know impressed with your explanation and your passion so i kind of uh, uh, completed the whole series and became more involved i did have this kind of inkling from a long time the push that are coming yes. is because of those yeah. that uh, why we are here what is all this story mm-hmm. of us so so but uh, really kudos to this whole uh, satsang you know 
although I've been involved in many satsangs, but never been like a fully more into that from the outside. But there's something was burning, so it feels like uh, I'm getting into the right place. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. And I, I, by the way, we are all going to India in December. And, I am too. Uh, 100th anniversary of Vihangam Yoga. So in December, if you are in India, I will request you to please plan to visit Sarnath. No, uh, Varanasi. Varanasi. Gigi. Exactly. Yeah. This is what do we say? The coincidence or some calling that uh, I had mm -hmm. a plan to visit India at the same time. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the same time, I started getting more into this Yangam uh, uh, yeah. Yoga. And yeah. uh, I'm coming to India definitely with my family, and I have a stay in Varanasi as well. So I plan to visit the Mandir. Wonderful. Maybe yeah. the dates could be a little bit uh, off. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, but, yeah. Yeah. So 17th and 18th are anniversary, uh, 100th anniversary, where Narendra Modi ji will come either one of those days, maybe 18th now. I think it's happening, I think 18th. Most likely, Modi ji may come, but uh, it it will be a huge uh, program, and you will, you know, it's like Kumbh. Once once anybody goes to Kumbh Mela, then people get so deep impression about that that it will make you spiritual. Just attending Kumbh Mela will make you spiritual, and so is Vihangam Yoga. Once you get the impression of oh. So I'm not alone. There are people and they still appreciate the spiritual journey. That impression will, um, you know, intensify your journey into Vihangam Yoga. Uh, one last thing, Mukesh, I'm sorry, I'm taking time, uh, folks here. Uh, one last thing that, are you initiated into Vihangam Yoga meditation? Gigi, I've been initiated by Raj Gupta Ji. And, oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Good to know. Okay, okay. Okay. Just happened yeah. to start my first uh, Brahma Murat uh, today. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> okay, good so, to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know it takes time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank okay. you. Start your um, spiritual um, knowledge seeking. How many years ago? Just curious. No, spiritual to under se as I said, you know, I've been something been burning, you know, like uh, in the family, there is always something like that. We follow Guru Nanak Ji, and there is a Brahma Gyan explained. And the whole family kind of uh, listens to that, but not everybody kind of uh, follows exactly in that manner. So it's like uh, when I watch these videos, it kind of gave the whole story clear. So that's uh, kind of uh, brought me back into this more uh, closely. Otherwise, been uh, you know reading Gita every day, reciting. You you'll you know read a little piece of it. And you understand, but then when you don't connect everything properly, you know you're not getting the whole picture. You know, so we may be solving day to day life issue, not the overall journey of the soul. Very nicely said. Yep. Thank you.
uh, one question i had i think i asked last time raj gupta ji that is there english translation of swarat coming out i am not that good in hindi so ji ji mukesh ji i think once you go to varanasi you will get that uh-huh. book book there it is going to be inaugurated during the event oh, okay yeah thank you so uh now um before going to the next session uh, i would like to inform everyone that uh, vyangam yoga navy uh, has been conducting meditation on the brahmurat between 3 am to 5 am uh, it is to encourage most of us to take uh, you know the benefits of the brahmurat Uh, this is the peak time where your con- concentration is high and you will be gaining a lot in your meditation so there is a whatsapp group known as brahmurath warrior where each participants uh, you know they practice the brahmurath meditation on their own and they just drop a message as uh, done so uh, we have a warrior of the week uh, uh, people who have been doing consistently in the brahmurath and we have inductees of the week means uh, they are they are trying but they are not very consistent but they are trying like once in a week or two or twice in a week so um, bhagwati patel ji prachi sagar ji radha ji sri rang ji suryalam raju ji tilinder ji yogesh sagar ji thank you so much and uh, we have inductees of the week is amit talekar ji lal manu ji monica ji niranjan kumar ji from california rashmi ji shivani prasad ji sudhan sukh kumar ji and munita ji uh, thank you so much so mukesh ji if you also want to like join to this group so that you gain a momentum uh, let me know i can add you to that group and you can uh, you know do the brahmurath meditation and drop a message there like done yeah sure thank you please do sure so now we have reached to the last phase of today's workshop in this phase we chant the short version of uh, vandana aarti and shanti path vandana is the prayer through which we seek blessing of uh, sadgurudev we request a well being of health wealth and seek his blessing for his spiritual knowledge i would now request dev ji to sing the last four line of vandana over to you dev ji vandana papokopa santasamajutam sarva dharma chaya he jimi najasri tu sing ki he Vishwa patha maya kaya hain Prabhu satcha santa samajatira Aparaksha ki jiye Jana sada phala jana bhakti 
Aarti is another prayer offered to Sadhgurudev, uh, where we acknowledge the power of Almighty and pray that all disciples experience eternal joy, love and freedom from worries. Under his holy guidance, I request everybody to stand up on their feet for Aarti and again request Devji to sing the last few lines of Aarti. Aarti. Jai Guru Deva Hare Jai Sad Guru Deva Hare Shisha Janaki Sanche Kashana Maitura Kare Joshana Mayawe Sata pata pawe mohimite jivaka sukashante wae pawe dukahade mite jagaka guru murati gati kandrama Sivaka Nayana Chakur Palaka Palaka Nirakata Rahe Guru Marathi Kiyor Shweta Shweta Maya Shweta He Shweta Shweta Maya Shweta Tina Pada Niti Bara Shweta Mahamana Shweta Ashta chakra sabasunya pala Dadadhara ki par Tahansa dafa garakiya Holy paradasansar Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Devji. Now everyone, uh, sit down for the final prayer of Santipat. Uh, in Santipat, we chant the, for peace for everyone who exists in this universe. May Sadhguru Dev bless the entire cosmos with peace, love, and prosperity. I would again request Devji to recite the last few lines of Santipat for us. Over to you, Devji. Santipat. Hey, Prabhu Shanti Sarupaho. Shanti Shanti Maya Shanti 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 Jana Shanti Ho Purna Shanti Maya Shanti He Prabhu Shanti Padankara Durahu Sarva Shanti Deva Sadafala Shanti Maya Shanti Shanti Sukha Shanti Jesu Guru Dev Bhagawan Ki Jai. I would like to thank uh, you all for joining the satsang and uh, briefly discussing about uh, Sarved Dohe and uh, the sequence of how the soul, um, you know, travels uh, through the different bodies and its journey.
and uh, understand the worldly affairs. So I would, uh, you know, encourage everyone to learn what we have uh, discussed today and try to implement that in our daily life. So um, Navy has been conducting this Sunday virtual satsang, an initiation workshop for over the years in North America and USA. Any queries related to this uh, uh, can be sent to an email like uh, info at nihangamyoga.org. And uh, I would in, uh, request you all to again join this uh, virtual satsang next Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the same Zoom meeting. Till then, I uh, wish you all uh, a happy Sunday and uh, have a wonderful week. Jai Sadhguru to all.